I have a laminated gold card that I keep in my wallet. And anytime I touch that, it automatically triggers my brain to remember this is my primary goal for the next 12 months. So like if you have a like singular focus goal, like a big goal that you want to hit, I don't care if it's an income goal, a weight goal, a relationship goal, write it out on a card, laminate it and keep it in your pocket. Because every time you reach in your pocket, you're going to feel that piece of paper and it's going to trigger your brain to remember that goal. So having that little reminder every single day of writing it out, visualizing it, seeing like it's already happening, it keeps you focused and it, it stops you from drifting off because it's easy to stay busy, but it's, it takes more discipline to stay focused. What's up, everybody? My name's Mike Shogren here with my co-host, Emmanuel Pani. We're part of a group of specialized real estate investors you've probably never heard of. We didn't start with deep pockets or wealthy families, and we don't rely on 401ks, mutual funds, or traditional real estate investing. In fact, many of us don't even own the properties that fund our freedom. If you ask the money experts out there, they'd say what we do is impossible, yet it's happening every single day. It's happening through a new niche called short-term rentals. We are Short-Term Rental Nation, and these are our secrets. What's going on, STR Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Short-Term Rental Secrets Podcast. I am your host, Mike Shogren, here with my main man and brother from another mother, Mr. Emmanuel Pani. What's going on, E? My brother. Merry Christmas, man. It's It's the most jolly time of the year, and it's a little cold here, so I'm kind of feeling it, but I, I, I feel for you guys because I know that you're actually experiencing cold weather. Um, but it was so cold that I went to the gym this morning with my slippers because I didn't want to take my feet out <laughs> of my shoes, and I go to kickboxing in the morning, and I was just like, there is no way, and, and I, I, I thought about you. I'm like, how does he do this for like the next couple of months? Um, but yeah, man, I am super grateful. Um, we're onboarding a six unit for a client right now, um, which is which is always interesting, right? Like taking over, especially as a management company, taking over management from old owners and kind of retraining your tenants. Always mm-hmm. has a learning curve, and every price point is a little bit different, and every tenant location is a little bit different. So kind of flowing through that right now. Um, is this long term or short term? This is, um, it can be a hybrid. Right now it's all rented long term because that's just how we bought it. Um, and, it's, uh, and it's completely rented. So I don't think he wants to do anything for it right now. But the idea is to eventually kind of transition half and half, um, especially because you have some units in back. Um, they are very nice or little backyard area that could work very well for vacation rentals. So I think that's what nice. he'll do long-term. Yeah. Is this in so, Boca? Uh, Wilton Manors, which is uh, north for Lauderdale. Nice. So Nice. Yeah. I it's love been, it. It's been fun. Yeah. How are you guys? How's your basement? Is that done? I can't wait. I want to come visit be. you just to see it the basement. Be. I'm waiting on, I'm waiting on uh, inspections. So we got sign off on the rough plumbing, just waiting on rough electrical, HVAC, and just some general building. Like we added a couple walls and built a landing for some stairs, but work's coming along. The guys move 
you know, quickly. Now it's just a waiting game of when can we get somebody out there to inspect it so we can start over the holidays and yeah. closing everything up. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. I called the town. I called the inspector. I was like, you know, can I bring you guys some coffee, some pastries, something? Can we get this thing moving here? I'd really like to get this moving before the new year, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. But on, on top of that, uh, got the word that it looks like we're getting a 22 unit, another, nice. uh, hotel. Uh, I think we're going to close in March, which is exciting. Nice. It's more of like, yeah, not, not the same type of hotel, like the Cove. Like it's not going to be that like really high end boutique hotel. It's more of like an extended stay type where they do have like full kitchens and things like that. Um, that will do nice. some minor renovations. Um, but it's not going to be that like caliber of like, you know, really high nightly rates, things like that, but produces yeah. good cash flow. Um, you know, mom and pop seller, just like the last one, they've owned it forever and they just want to cash out. Um, yeah. And there's some, and I think it's a great, it's a great asset class. You know what I mean? And I think, and I think as we have kind of spoken about, those are the niche that is going to kind of remain relevant, especially as people are going to continue. I mean, people are continuing to flock down here. Right. And, and the thing that is more and more interesting is that it doesn't seem to, it doesn't seem to change. Right. It's, it's like the 1% from the Northeast is coming down here. Like they've always done right. COVID mm-hmm. or no COVID. And, and what's happening now is that other people that were part of the 1% that would have done it in a couple of years, not having to be anywhere, they're doing it earlier. So yeah. it's people are just keep coming down and keep coming down. So it's going to be very, very interesting um, to see what the local landscape looks like in a couple of months, like 12, six to 12 months. It's, it's going to be very, very interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So what we want to talk about on this podcast, so we're recording this a couple of days before Christmas. It won't air until the Monday after Christmas, but uh, right around now is the time that people start thinking about those 2021 goals, right? Those new year resolutions, all that fun stuff and planning out, you know, what they want to achieve in the next 12 months. And, you know, the stats are pretty crazy. I don't have them right in front of me, but I believe it's somewhere around 80 to 85% of people kind of fall off the wagon from their new year's resolutions by the first week of February. So we thought we'd do, you know, kind of a deeper dive episode on how you and I set our, our goals, our targets, our vision from a five-year standpoint to a 12 month standpoint. And then how do we execute on that week to week so that we hold ourselves accountable to actually hitting those goals instead of just, I feel like the term like new year's resolutions and goals almost became like wishes And there. It's like, why set the goal? If you don't actually think you're going to hit it, like that's not, it's not effective. That's it's actually just yeah. wasting your time. Yeah. So I know yeah. the way that I like to break it down into chunks is like you got to define what you want. You decide, like make a decision, a real decision that you are actually going to do this, commit to it, and then take action. So define, decide, and act. And we'll break down, you know, each of those. But the first part is really defining what you want. And I always find it fascinating. You know, I do a lot of coaching calls, running the mastermind, and I do a lot of like one-off stuff. And I always ask people, what do you want? And the fascinating thing is they tell me, they always respond with everything that they don't want. Like, I don't want to work for somebody else. I don't want to work for this company. I don't want to trade time for money. I don't want this. I don't want that. And then I say, that's great. What do you want? And when I press that question, they actually haven't thought about what they actually do want. And it's, it's mm-hmm. mind-blowing. And the reason I bring that up, I think it's massively important because whatever you focus on, 
you will get. So if you focus on all the things that you don't want, guess what? You're going to get those things. So start thinking about what you actually want. So if you think about a five-year vision, and I know you and I learned a lot about this through uh, one of our mentors, Rock Thomas, you know, through his mastermind M1, you know, years ago when we were doing this stuff, writing out a five-year vision, almost like a little narrative of like, what do I want my life to look like in five years from now? Yeah. And I still have the first one I did. And I think it was 2015 or 2016. In the first line of that, this is before I got into real estate. I was still working as an accountant. The first line was Kristen and I and our son, we we weren't even, I don't even think we were married at the time yet. Kristen, I, and our son are sitting on our deck outside on our mountainside chalet. And honestly, like I wrote that out and then there was a bunch of other stuff, not even in real estate. A year and a half later, we closed on Chalet in the Sky, our first short-term rental property. And I was blown away when I went back and found that five-year vision because I hadn't really thought too much about it after that, but I had written it down and I didn't really know at least how to do it. So first, first key thing is you have to write your goals down. You have to put pen to paper. There is something to this. You read any number of books on goal setting, on vision, on anything. They always tell you to write it down. For whatever reason, you put pen to paper and it just concretes that image into your subconscious. And the odds, I think, increase by 77% that you'll actually hit that goal if you write it down. Mm. So... Yeah. I I love this conversation, right? And and what is funny is that this was the beginning of our friendship, right? Like a lot of our friendship was around was around this is like goal setting, how do we get things done? How do we create this vision? And the beauty of of doing the 5-year vision and the way that I do my goals personally is I'll block out a day or two, right? And I'll and I'll kind of have a sit down session. I'll bring my new agenda. Um I use one of our guests Maddie has the Rich Life Planner, and he has incorporated a lot of useful goal tracking tools and the five-year vision. Everything is in there. So I'll, I'll literally sit down, and I'll do this over like a day or two, and I'll really sit down, and I'll let myself imagine what my life looks like. And I start from there because then I can work backwards, one. And two, I start from there because that gets me hyped. Right. So when I can get in myself in this mental state, and if you're done any Tony Robbins, you know how important that is. Right. I get myself into peak state before I plan my vision for 2021 or for this next year. And then I stay in the peak state as I break those goals down into, okay, Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4. Right. And then I put in there, what Mike was saying, right? Like the vision is all in there. When is the vacation going to happen? When are we going to Italy? When are we going to Angola? When are we doing this? What are we buying? Are we buying more properties? Are we getting rid of stuff? What are we doing? Right. But as Mike said, what follows that is you got to make a through, through decision, right? And to quote Tony again, Tony talks about this all the time. Change is not hard, it's the decision that is hard. Because once you make the decision, you fully commit to it, and it's an honest, honest choice that you're making, it becomes easier, right? Yeah. And I know this from my mom. My mom used to be a smoker when she was younger, 
the day she found out she was pregnant with me, she quit smoking. And you hear stories about that all the time. It's like the moment the choice, the moment the alternative hurts more than the choice, you switch up in in a second, right? It's not even hard. You just like it's not it's not a choice anymore. It just it's it's not it's not that, you know? And um there is E.T. Eric Thomas, right? He has this mm-hmm. clip and I love him. So if you're looking for 2021 to people that like get a fire <laughs> lit under you, oh wow. All of his clips get my fire. Like I even got I got goosebumps right now just 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 thinking about his uh his things and um he has a he has a quote in there and he's like you got to be the new you long enough to evolve past the old you. And mm. I think this is very important as you're setting your goals, right? I guarantee you, Mike and I have fallen off the wagon like the average, right? On some of our goals by February, we were off of it. Your ability though, and what it's really going to make a difference it's realizing that that was a goal for 2021, right? So there's still 11 months after February, right? What 10 months after February? It's one day that you skip, is a week that you skip, is that worth putting your entire life on hold until 2022? Until the month of January in 2022, that you're gonna, this is the year, this is my moment, I'm gonna do it. I want to unpack that a little bit too. And I, I want to give, give the listeners some strategies on some of the things you and I have done yeah. to hold ourselves accountable to those types of goals. But mm-hmm. I want to unpack the goal setting process a little bit more with you. Uh, I know for me, I like to focus on different areas of my life. So initially I had a lot of different areas and I've kind of simplified that down. So I look at like business and finance is like one chunk right? So what are, what are my financial goals? What do I want my, what achievements, what goals do I want to have for my business this year? And then, so I call it business and finance. Then I've got my, call it relationships, like family, friends, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Then I have like my fun bucket of like, what fun things do I want to do? And then from like a spiritual contribution type of deal. So as just throwing out examples of different buckets, right? So For 2021, we want to add uh, three hotels to the portfolio. Looks like we're already going to have one of those checked off by March. So it's like, okay, how do I add two more of those to get us to 75 units by the end of the year? And I have certain income goals between that, between the coaching, between some of my other businesses that I know exactly how much per month I want to make from each of those businesses. So that's very specific. It's time bound you know, how to write all those smart goals. Like they talk about that acronym Yeah. from a relationship standpoint to, to quantify it, right? Like my brother and sister-in-law live down in Athens. So it's like, I want to see them at least four times in 2021. So there's a, a specific targeted number, Yeah. right? From a spiritual standpoint, as an example of last year, I wanted to get um, my Reiki mastery certification. So that was something tangible that I could do. It could be, you know, I want to go to church every week. It could be, I want to pray, you know, at least uh, five days a week or three days a week, just to start you on the path. And then you can up that or whatever. Um, From a fun standpoint, it could be, 
you know, I want to go uh, downhill mountain biking, or I want to take a trip to Angola or whatever. Like it doesn't, whatever the goal is, as long as it's, you can measure it and tick it off. Like you've actually done it. That's, that's a true goal. Yeah. So if you look at the different areas of your life and chunk them down, that's how you create that well-balanced life. Because again, money's great, but it just gives you money's a tool. It gives you the options to do things that you want to do and give you time freedom to do the things that you want to do. So what are you going to do with that time? So I don't know. I'm curious on you. How do you chunk down your goals? Yeah. So very similar, right? Like we have pretty much the same categories, you know, like mine, another big one for me is health. Um, but really kind of going into, and what it, one of the things that I learned early on that a lot of people do, and I, I used to do the same thing, is kind of doing what, what you said not to do, right? They were just vague kind of goals. Like I want to be healthier. What does that mean? Like, how do we, how do we quantify it? Because if you can't quantify it, you can't measure it, right? So, like, you got to be able to quantify it. So, one of the things that I did is very much like that. It's like I have, I have the goals breaking down into very quantifiable goals, right? So, like, I go to kickboxing seven days a week. So, for me, a quantifiable goal is, like, I do seven days of kickboxing every day. And I, and I check it. Another thing that has been hugely beneficial for me is no matter what the goals here is, I need to put procedures in place for me to keep track of the goal and check on the goal over and over. Because I think that's another part that makes a lot of people goal setting more of a wishful thinking exercise is that how many times do you write those goals in a notebook that then stays in your bedside table for the 12 months that you let me cap the year. And you've never looked at them once. Mike did say that if you write it down, it makes a difference, but you also got to have to write it down more than once every 12 months, right? Yeah. So it's one, writing the goals, but two, also tracking them, right? And realizing, I love this episode because it's just kind of flowing out of me, but also realizing that if something consecutively does not happen, and you cannot make yourself do it, maybe you got to sit down and revisit that goal. Because maybe it's not that important to you. And you're creating friction in your life by not accomplishing something that you put on, some, on, on paper for yourself. But if you truly don't want to do it, just, just take it off. Yeah. So take let's, let's, let's back that bad, up. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> From a macro standpoint, right? In the yeah. defined bucket, defining what you want, this is a great yeah. point, and I'm glad you brought this back up. Define what you want, but then define why you want it. The why is just not, it, it's as important, if not more important than the actual goal. Because I'll give you guys a little, a little insight. The point of the goal is honestly not even hitting the goal. The point of the goal is becoming the person that you need to become to hit that goal. Like if you're right now, you're 25 pounds overweight, and you say, I want to drop 25 pounds and you know, get down to 12% body fat, whatever it is. The point of that goal is you become a different person. Your identity changes to become that healthy person, 12% body fat, consistently working out like E doing the kickboxing every day at five in the morning, whatever it is. You are not the same person once you hit that goal. 
you, you can't be because you've, you've shifted your daily habits or your weekly habits or whatever it is, you've changed as a person to hit that goal. So you want to define what you want and then why you want it. Now, I'm going to put a link in the show notes to a video by Bob Proctor on the power of decision-making, right? Because that's the next step, defining what you want, why you want it, and then deciding that you are going to do it no matter what. Like a decision, the root of that word is to cut off from. Like there's no plan B. Once you decide this is what you're going to do, you do it. You you. There is no, there's no going back. It's like, I am making a definite decision. And I think that's where a lot of people falter is the big difference between a wish and a decision. Like a decision means like, I'm going to do this no matter what, period. And it's a lot easier to make a clear decision when you know why you want something. It's that, that's, that's the foundation of it. So I'll include a link to that. It's maybe a 10 minute video. And a couple months back, I, I would literally watch that video every single morning while I was driving to get my coffee. And it just puts you in a certain state of like, no, I'm deciding there's, this is why I want it. And I will make this happen no matter what. So that, Mm. I don't know if there's anything else we can say on that, but you just have to make the decision that you will execute on it. And then the next step is you have to act on that goal. Like no action means no decision. So you have to start taking action. So from a tactical standpoint, E, let's break down some of the things that we do to ensure that we're actually moving the needle. So Mm. one thing that I do is I journal every day. I've got some affirmations that I write out and I literally write out my goals every single day. And people are like, wow, that sounds like a lot of work. And I'm like, well, it takes about 15 minutes. And if I told you, you could write out your goals every single day for 15 minutes and you'd actually hit them, is that worth it for you? And if it's not, the why is probably not strong enough. This little tip I got from a different mastermind I was in this year is I have a laminated goal card that I keep in my wallet. And anytime I touch that, it automatically triggers my brain to remember this is my primary goal for the next 12 months. So like if you have a like singular focus goal, like a big goal that you want to hit, I don't care if it's an income goal, a weight goal, a relationship goal, write it out on a card, laminate it. And keep it in your pocket because every time you reach in your pocket, you're going to feel that piece of paper and it's going to trigger your brain to remember that goal. So having that little reminder every single day of writing it out, visualizing it, seeing like it's already happening, it keeps you focused and it it stops you from drifting off because it's easy to stay busy, but it's, it takes more discipline to stay focused. Yeah, no. And what I was going to say is, is, is realizing that if you're not willing to do this 15 minutes every day, it's, it's for you. Like, you're not doing it for Mike and I. Like, Mike and I, like, are not, like, we're not going to be proud of you if you do it or you don't do it. You know, like, it, it's up to you. You know what I mean? And, like, most of the time, it's, it's realizing the upgrade to your mindset as to you got to show up for yourself. Right. And I think that's a big part of it. Right. Is that when you're setting up your goals, you have to also like what I've learned in the past is is one is. If I'm not hitting this, why is it and who can I enroll to help me? Right. And I think that's a very important part of goal settings and actually hitting your targets. It's what are your contingency plans? Right. Like when the time comes that you don't feel like doing something, do you have an accountability partner? Do you have somebody like Mike that you can 
share what your goals are and can help you hold yourself accountable. Because if you don't, it can be a very dark path at times, right? And my next thing, which is super tactical, is it's the reason you want to do the same things in a certain, certain sense every day is because it helps you stay into the prime state, right? So like listening to the podcast or the same video recording every day as you're doing the same things, right? Writing down your goals, it primes your mind every day to do the same things. And also know the things that rescue you. What are your lifelines? right? Is there a video? There's a lifeline. Is there something that you can write to yourself or that somebody wrote to you, right? I know some people that have like letters from parents or wives, right? And when you're having a shitty time, you got to reconnect to your why. Because that's why the doing the five-year vision is so important is what are your lifelines, right? And go back to when I was in a good state. No, right now that I feel like shit. When I was in a good state, what were my visions? What was my dreams? What was I trying to accomplish? And then bring yourself back there because you're the same person. You're just not in a great, not in a great place. Yeah, I love that. So again, from a high level, from a, a strategic standpoint, defining what you want, deciding to make it happen from action to execute on it every day, definitely set up an accountability group. So E and I have been part of the same accountability group. There's what, five, me, you, Ian, Nick, Ariel, and Chris. So six people. We've been in that group for probably two or three years at this point. So we know everything about each other. We know what our goals are. We know our financial situations, relationships, everything. And we hold each other accountable to move and actually hit those goals. And to E's point, like, you know, I've gone through different difficult situations. E's gone through some difficult situations. And when you have that support group to keep pushing you and supporting you on the journey, it will make it a thousand times easier to hit your goal because it keeps you focused on it. And it, again, you're not alone on an island when you're kind of feeling like you're hitting that wall and you're in a slump or whatever. You want that support group that cares about you, but will also challenge you to keep moving forward. And the other yeah. thing I would say is to vocalize what your goals are. So when I signed up to do the marathon a couple of years ago, I had never done anything like that before. And it was like a massive physical undertaking for me. So the first thing I did is I went live on Facebook and announced to all of my friends that I was doing this because I knew if I made a declaration in public, that I would follow through on it because I didn't want to let myself down and I didn't want other people to call me out saying, Oh yeah, you said you're going to do that. What happened? <laughs> right? So it's using that positive yeah. peer pressure. And yeah. I've used that over and over and over again. Quite frankly, it's how I started yeah. this business. We were at the M one event in Montreal and rock was like, all right, man, you've been researching this whole short-term rental thing for a while now. Are you actually going to do it? And I committed at that event that I would have my first unit by the end of the year which was like three months away, or I was going to sell my motorcycle and I think eat dog poop on camera, something crazy. Right. And I made that declaration. What do you know? I think January 3rd of that year, we closed on our first property, right? Like I vocalized it. I had accountability and leverage on myself to keep taking action. And that's huge. Yeah. But also going back to you, you running the marathon, I know from knowing you that you had a huge why behind it. Right. Yeah. 
So that is the other thing, right? Like announce it. And that's and that, I think this is this is a big uh disease when it comes to a lot of entrepreneurs and real estate investors in general, right? Is you are a secret agent. You're a secret real estate investor. Why are you embarrassed? Like, right, mm. right. Why are you embarrassed to telling people, hey, I sell real estate. Do you need help buying something? Or, hey, I'm a real estate investor. You got to be like, it's an identity switch also that has to happen. Which will come from the confidence of accomplishing your goals, but you got to make the decision. That's also part of your decision is this is who I am now. Mm. Right. And when you make that announcement and you join it with your why, that's what's going to push you through it, right? So when Mike didn't feel like going running, he's like, well, one, I've said that I was going to do this. Two, I said I was going to do this for my son. Yeah. Is there a bigger why as a father? No. Like, what? Are, what? Are, like, who else would you do shit for? Right? right. Yeah. yeah. I think the identity shift is everything because we all have this internal thermostat of like who we are, how much we make, like what we're, what's possible for us. It's like the whole Roger Bannister four minute mile story. Nobody had ever run a four minute mile ever. Yeah. They thought it was physically impossible. Then he runs it, breaks a four minute mile. And then within a few months is like 10 people that do it yeah. because it's like, Oh, it is possible. Yeah. So <laughs> And then the, Having that, then the guy from Kenya almost ran an ent entire marathon at a four minute pace, like maybe yeah, a little was, bit over. Yeah, it was insane. So imagine was, how far that has come from like, hey, it's not humanly possible to a guy doing it for 26 miles. Yeah. But I remember you, you and Nick and some of the other guys calling me out because I wanted to be a full time real estate investor for years. But anytime I was at an event or I was networking and people were like, hey, what do you do? I would always say, oh, I'm a CPA. And you guys are like, why are you telling people you're a CPA? Like you're a real estate investor. What are you doing? And when I finally had that switch of like, I consciously stopped telling people that I was a CPA and that I was a real estate investor, that's when things started to roll because my identity had shift. Mm -hmm. it, it was over. It was like, this is who I am now. And that is a huge piece of it. Same thing, you know, with like the smoking, you know, if you ask somebody that's trying to quit smoking, are you a smoker? If they don't say no, start smoking. it's not going to happen, right? Like that identity shift is not taking place yet. So I know we've, we've bounced around a lot. So if we go back and, and give them some structured advice, right? Yeah. First off, like you said, even if it's only, you know, a couple hours, ideally you'd want at least like an afternoon, but carve out over the next week or two sometime. I know for me, I like to go to like my favorite coffee shop or there's a state park near my house and it just puts me in a good state, just a creative state, just kind of relax and just like picture if I could just wave the magic wand of what I want my life to look like, start writing out what that life looks like. Mm -hmm. right? Write that five-year vision of like, what is my ideal day? What am I doing on a regular basis? What does my life look like five years from now? And then backtrack. So if it's like, okay, from a short-term rental standpoint, if I want to make 30 grand a month from short-term rentals and I'm at zero right now, right? Total newbie starting to set goals. It's like, okay, if I want 30 grand a month as my ultimate goal and say, that's my five-year goal. Okay. If I could get to say five grand a month this year, 
and start building that momentum, that would be amazing. So it's like, okay, what does that look like? What do I need to start doing come January 1st? Well, if I'm totally brand new, I got to figure out how do I even do this? Am I going to buy property? Am I going to master lease property? Am I going to co-host other people's properties? Like what strategy am I going to use? What market am I going to go operate in? Who am I going to serve? Right. And you guys can check out the free masterclass at strsecrets.com where I break down the nine different traveler types of who you can serve. Defining all of the business aspects of what do I want this to look like? And then it's like, okay, how do I start moving the needle? Who do I start needing networking with? Is it real estate agents to find me properties? Is it landlords that have vacant properties? How do I get in contact with them? Is it through Craigslist, hot pads, local meetups, Zoom, networking events, whatever? Like, how, what am I going to do to move that needle forward? Whose business am I going to model? Mm-hmm. Am I going to commit to listening to the STR Secrets podcast every single week? Am I going to join the free Facebook group and get active, right? Like leveraging the resources that are available to you to start moving the needle forward and start holding you accountable. Then I don't think we even talked about this so far. How do I plan out my weeks? Like I know you and I, we learned this from rock, right? Like the, the Sunday system for success where every, every Sunday, again, I review my goals And I pick three to five things that I am going to do this week, no matter what, to move the needle forward on my goals. And I schedule that. I block that off in my calendar. So I review all the different appointments I have for the week. I find some different blocks of time. You know, when I had a full-time job, it might've been later at night. Maybe it was on my lunch break, maybe early in the morning before work. But I made time, I made time every single week to get those two to three things done that were going to move the needle forward. Mm. Yeah. And that's huge. Yeah. I love that. And also, as you were saying that something came to mind for me with, um, I don't know if you guys, if you read Atomic Habits, Mm -hmm. but what he talks about there is if you have somewhere where you're already good, let's say that you you already have a great morning routine or you're a night owl, right? Add things to where you're already good. So if you're a night owl, if you can add your goal setting at night where you're already doing something else, add to where you're excelling. If you hate waking up early, don't set yourself up for failure and put all of these new habits all at the same time at a time that you know historically you have hated. So also be realistic with who you are, right? Like goal setting, and I think this is kind of a fault of of personal development is, is that we all believe that there is... There are so many ways to do it, but we all try to do so many things, right? So you can be the miracle morning or you can do your things and you can do this and that. Don't do, commit to doing things that work for you every day. Yeah. And make sure that you enjoy them. Because at the end of the day, the point of all this is to live a life worth living and a life that you actually enjoy. So like when you're setting up yourself up for that, make sure that you enjoy it. And on Sunday, when you plan out your week, really leave yourself with what's the first action for tomorrow. And that's something that I've started doing a lot over the last couple of years. It's leaving the day knowing about tomorrow. Right? So whenever you leave for work, really allow yourself to like, get in and hit a win for the next day as soon as the day starts. Because that builds the momentum, right? It's the whole concept of like, make your bed in the morning. It yeah. builds momentum. 
you get shit done early in the morning. That's why I work out early in the morning. Do I enjoy going to like kick things early in the morning? Sometimes, but most of the time I'm like, I don't want to do this, but it builds momentum. And I bet if you put your gym clothes out with your sneakers and your water and your, you know, after workout smoothie, like out the night before, it's a lot easier to just get up and roll. Yeah. Well, I had to to do that at the beginning, right? Like when you build the habit, make it easy on yourself. Mm. Like, wow, guys, like that's, that's literally the easiest way for you to accomplish things is to simplify them. And that's what I was saying. Like if you can already add a new habit on top of a stack of things that you already do well, and then it was just one extra five minutes or 10 minutes, that's very doable. Mm -hmm. So just build on that. You know, yeah. and there's a lot of, you know what we should do? I just thought about this. Maybe we can put together a 2021 reading kind of list of great books that we have read over the years to help you have a great year. Like I like discipline equals freedom mm-hmm. comes to mind that it's a super easy book, but it's one of those like daily books that you can kind of tap into every day. Cause it's also that guys It's like, be mindful of the quality of your, of your inputs. What are you listening to? What are you reading? What are, what you, are you drinking? Watching? What are you eating? What are you watching? Right? Your diet, right? So much of your brains is in your gut. What are you eating? And I know that this is, this is still the STR secret podcast, but this is the reality of like, you are, you are a business. Like, you know what I mean? Like you are the CEO of your body <laughs> incorporated. Right? So like, you got to watch everything that goes into it because in a way it'll impact how you show up and you'll impact when you meet people too. Right. You feel energy. Like you draw people with energy to you and you'll feel weird when people are like, why is he so low energy? That's not what, especially as an entrepreneur, right? We Mm. are who we are. Like our business cards, our first business cards ever is how it's our energy and how we, feel when we meet people right how you talk to people are you energetic are you happy i'm trying to remember i think it might have been alex sharfin he's got a podcast called momentum awesome podcast really good dude he talked about how a lot of people he was speaking at a conference i was watching and he was saying you know how many people want to be millionaires right and everybody raised their hand right and then he goes if you had a million dollar racehorse would you work that thing 18 hours a day, feed it McDonald's, endless amounts of coffee, deprive it of sleep, or would you take care of that thing, fuel it with the right foods, give it enough rest, like map out its training, like treat it like a, treat yourself like a million dollar racehorse, right? Like, because that's, that's who you're becoming. Like if you want to become, you know, a seven figure earner or a six figure, whatever it is for you, like treat yourself like that. And I think there's a big misconception with, the Gary V thing, which, you know, I bought into for a long time, but it's just, it's just not sustainable. I'll just say it like straight up. Like you don't, if you're strategic with your time and you plan it out, you don't need to work 22 hours a day. No, it's just not sustainable. It comes in waves. I know for me, like right now we're really busy with a lot of different things. So yeah, I'm working normal, a lot more than normal, but I know that that's going to tail down. Like I don't operate at that crazy level constantly like i used to try and do yeah then it was like it's it's just not sustainable and your brain is foggy and you're not as productive so also gary v is not like those guys are 
they are who they are, right? So like they do their business how they do their business, you know what I mean? But like, don't compare yourself because like what page in their life and their journey are there at that output? You know what I mean? Like, for example, I look at Grant Cardone also. Like Grant Cardone is constantly pushing and grinding and pushing and grinding. But where is it in his journey in comparison to mine, right? And like really be mindful of like, you're walking your walk. You have your goals. You have your, your, your five-year vision. As long as you're hitting your goals and as long as you're hitting your micro goals, that's all you should worry about. It doesn't matter what anybody else is doing. It doesn't matter. Like set your goals and also realize and be honest with yourself on, on how you're accomplishing those goals. Like are you just checking that off? Because, you know, sometimes you check it off and you haven't really earned it. One of our buddies from M1, uh, Julian, always used to see this, right? It's like, how do you show up after you show up? Mm. Like, are you just going through the motions or are you really showing up, right? Like, are you going to do prospecting calls and assume people are going to not want to work with you? Because they'll feel that. <laughs> if you believe in energy, they'll feel that, right? So it's really like not like embody it and like em- embody what it is that you're you're doing you know what i mean and really go after it. i love that so what what i'll do because we've covered a lot of different things i'm gonna put some links in the show notes where all e and i will uh we'll put some resources together different yeah. books that we recommend different goal setting processes we'll include a link to maddie's planner in there yeah perfect. um and just give you guys some resources to really hit the ground running for 2021 and start start really mapping out what you want and how to take action on it every single week. And, um, you know, hopefully you guys found this podcast helpful. I know we covered a lot of different things, but this is a, from an actual achievement standpoint, these little things have a massive impact because we could teach you the technical all day of how to run and scale a short-term rental business. But if you don't have the mindset shift and the daily habits incorporated to actually execute on what we're talking about, it's not going to matter. So this is a massively important podcast. You guys are definitely going to want to favorite this. Check out the show notes, join the free Facebook group, get active in there. We live stream all these podcasts in there. You can ask us your questions. We're constantly active in there, responding to people's questions, giving free content, giving free advice. So leverage that use the the tools and resources that are resources that are available to you to execute on that vision and don't settle for anything less. I think the saddest thing that I have seen, especially when I was working in corporate, you know, at the time I was like 30 years old, looking around, seeing all these people that were in their forties, fifties, and sixties that were absolutely miserable because they felt stuck in a job that was not fulfilling. They were getting pulled around and they just felt like, this is just the way it is. And I'm like, it doesn't have to be. And when I left, I remember a lot of them saying, man, like I, I wish I could do that. And I'm like, you can, I'm no different than you. I just literally set up some different habits to start moving the needle every single day. Mm-hmm. It's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I saw this, this video the other day that it they were super moving for me and kind of much and i'm just gonna paraphrase it but it pretty much kind of says that like you get to heaven and you meet god and god is like this was all you were supposed to be what happened 
Mm. Right? Like, what got in the way? This is how this, this was everything that I had planned for you. What happened? Ed Milet had a really good episode on that. If you guys haven't seen Ed Milet's podcast, it's so good. But he talked about when, what drives him is he, when, you know, when his time comes and he's at the pearly gates and whatever your belief is, it's irrelevant for this. Just roll with the analogy, right? When he gets to those pearly gates, he is going to meet the person that he could have been, right? Like if he, if he went and like went for it and focused on becoming like the best version of himself, he's going to come face to face with that person. And his goal is to become as close as a twin to that person as possible. His biggest fear is that he's going to meet that person and not even recognize him, right? And that just keeps him hungry and pushing. And it's not just a monetary thing. It's becoming the best person that he can be. And I think for me, I always go back to that rocking chair analogy of like, you know, I'm 95 years old, sitting in the rocking chair on the porch, reflecting back on my life. I never want to have that regret of, man, I wish I went for it. Or I wish I did this. I wish I did that. Like, I don't ever want to have that regret. So that fear pulls me into action and it's more painful for me to overcome that like comfort zone and, you know, push past that than it would be to just stay safe and not go for it because I never want to have that regret ever. Yeah. I love that. And guys, one last thing, as Mike said, join the group that is the perfect spot for you as 2021 starts to find one of the key things that we talked about, which is an accountability group or an accountability person. Because these are people that have, they've already raised their hands by being in the group that they are about what you're about, right? They're about creating some kind of freedom around their life through short-term rental, through investing. So that's the room for you. Don't try to convert people in your family and try to do it with people that you're comfortable with. Also, because going back to your identity, you'll have a harder time embodying the new you if you're presenting yourself to people that already know you, right? So it's a lot easier for you to embody this new you in this community of people that have all raised their hands. They're all working towards something similar and everybody's already here showing up their best self as a real estate investor, as a professional Airbnb host. And, and this, is, this is your room. This is the room that you can be in and the average of the five people make your life. So come and pick two or three people from your life, from our community and just watch what happened, right? Like my life would not be where it is now if five years ago I didn't join M1, right? Yeah, 100%. All of my best friends are, are there and all of my best friends have known my goals and my visions since since we met right yeah that's it that's it well again i hope everybody had an amazing holiday um hope this podcast was helpful start carve out some time over the next week really start planning out what you want your 2021 to look like leverage resources that we're going to put in the show notes join the free facebook group and start taking action towards what you want again thank you guys for being here We truly appreciate it. If you know anybody that's really looking to launch, automate, or scale their short-term rental business, make sure you send them this podcast. Please leave us a five-star review. We're kicking around some different ideas on 
you know, some different prizes and different swag where we'll start, you know, reviewing and calling people out on, you know, the best reviews that we've gotten over the last week or so. Um, Cause we really want to grow this podcast. We want to grow this community and we just want to support people. You know, we were fortunate to have amazing mentors and people that helped pull us up. And that's the whole reason why we're doing which, what we're doing here. So again, thank you guys for tuning in. Have an amazing week and we'll see you guys next week. Ciao guys. Hey, STR Nation, if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. And in the comments, let us know what topics you want us to cover on upcoming episodes, and we'll make sure to get that in the books for you. And if you really want to learn how to launch, automate, and scale your short-term rental business, if you want to go deeper, then check out our free masterclass at strsecrets.com.